it has a knock-on effect to the people around you. They start going, oh, that is working for him. Maybe I'll try that. And they start asking questions and things start to change for them as well. So if you're feeling like the people around you aren't necessarily helpful, they're not in the, in the mindset that you want or that you have, then I would say keep doing it because you'll be so surprised at how they start to ask questions. And, and naturally, whether they, maybe it's unconscious, maybe they don't even realize they're doing it, but they're starting to become more positive because of the things that you are doing. It's, it's contagious, I feel. So hi, Scott, and thanks for sharing your wisdom on another episode of the Get Work Savvy podcast. How are you doing today, sir? I'm very good. How are you doing? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely splendid, sir. And looking forward to talking about the topic that we've come up for this week's episode, and that being positivity. Now, I know for myself, I'm often referred to as quite a positive guy, and some people love that, and some people really me being around, I think at times, like I get the impression because I'm always talked highly of our oh, Liam's really positive and got a can do attitude, which I think is important. But I know that other people look at positivity sometimes like you're just living in a, a cloud cuckoo land. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I thought like for this week's episodes, I personally think positivity is such an important thing with helping us to develop and get into that next stage of where we want to be. And I know you've got some great insights having previously chatted about it before. So just wanted to get your view really on positivity and why you think it's a good thing, a bad thing or in between. Yeah, I think it's quite a, that's an easy, easy answer. So it's a good first question. Uh, and, and I think it's easy to answer because why not? There's genuinely nothing wrong with being positive. Um, yeah, it can, some people might find it annoying, but you don't, you know, we're, we're not being naive. Not everything is positive, but personally, I feel that you can take a positive from an experience that isn't necessarily positive. If it's a negative experience, I think you can take something small and that's the most important. We're not saying everything's rosy um, and sunshine and rainbows, but being positive, I, I can't see there being a, a negative to it. That's how I feel about it. I'm glad we agree. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just think that I remember having worked for, for many years in retail and seeing on the entrance into the, the back area where the staff used to congregate, there was a big sign that one of my managers put up saying, smile costs you nothing. And it just, from then onwards, and I've always been kind of, some people labeled me as an ideas guy because I've got all these ideas and thinks that things will happen and have that positive spin on things half full rather than half empty, I suppose, if you're thinking of that glass analogy. But I just think that, you know, what's the alternative choice like you just be negative and defeated all the time and you wouldn't get anywhere yeah totally i think it, there's, there's no harm in it there genuinely is no harm <laughs> i mean there is but there is a harm to feeling negative all the time yeah it's not going to make you feel mm. good it's not going to allow you to push on with your your goals and progress in work or your business or you know build relationships because everything's a problem nothing is good enough so it's going to cause issues with everyday life whereas if you try and spin something in a, in a positive without being unrealistic it, it's just a very it's a positive brilliant mindset to be in and it's a, it's a growth mindset it allows growth and that's what that's what we're wanting we want to make progress in life if i was to say to you know i sound very I sound, i'm sounding very serious here right now <laughs> but um you know if, most of us want progress and if we were to say you know nothing's going to change in your life then most people will be pretty sad so we need to have that growth mindset and positivity is linked to that i believe 
absolutely and i i know what you're saying there like it, it sounded a bit serious but i think it's absolutely right and there is that caveat that it's not all sunshines and rainbows lollipops and, and things like that we do have a perspective you know that not everything is great but like you said it's it's just kind of having that mindset to to overcome the challenges and not let them consume you and not stop them from le- helping you to learn lessons and, and move on to that next step so yeah i know i'm i'm glad we're we're on the same page with this one scott definitely yeah, good I, I, I felt very intense right then it's not it's not normally <laughs> like me but no I'm, I'm 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 passionate about it i think it's important to because i wasn't like that you know I, I suffered for a long period of time being very very negative and not enjoying life so i know how important it is and that was one of the shifts that i made mm. positivity and, and it, it made a huge impact on my life so yeah I, I, I am passionate about it of course definitely and i know that when we were speaking you had some tips that you said that you were you were looking forward to sharing with me and I'm excited to hear them but for those people who perhaps are listening and and thinking you know life's not been kind to me and perhaps take more of a negative stance on things and when things happened it's looking at the oh it's a bad thing rather than a good thing and not leading with that positivity have you got any kind of advice that you could share with us to perhaps help us out with changing that into a bit more of a positive mindset for the person that is not in a positive mindset mm. yeah i think i mean as, as with anything it's about trying it right if we don't try we'll never know so if, if someone said to me well there's no point i don't see the point i don't like being positive all the time i don't i don't i don't get it i said well have you tried it have you have you given it a go have you tried to see a good in a negative and see how it feels if they say yes then i'll say we'll try harder <laughs> there, there are they are there and if you try it you will start to feel the benefits of it and that's what i would say to someone if they're refusing it try and make them see that it is worth doing for sure mm. something that helps me with positivity as well is that i understand that things are going to be difficult as well and although i might have in my younger days kind of been a bit more gullible and a bit more believe in anything I, I saw that could be possible. I do realize there is that um, patience and that playing for the long game. And, and I think that also helps me. I don't know if that's something that you've talked to, to many of your clients about, or if it's something that you use as well, Scott, but I do think that having that perspective, and I think we mentioned Gary V on the last episode, but something that he's famed for is he wants to buy the New York jets, mm-hmm. but that's such a, a long far off in the distance target that it's not about actually buying the jets for him it's about taking those steps to get to that next phase to improve what he's doing to do things better to being able to one day hopefully be in the position where he could potentially do it yeah i mean i, I love gary v most of the time i think a lot of what he says makes sense mm. and it is it's about the journey you know, he knows that it's not going to happen for him right now and a lot of us, we know we've got these goals and we've got these visions. It might might not be there yet, but it is about the journey and the steps that you need to do to follow to get there. I truly believe that you've got to have a strong mindset. And he talks about being grateful. For, you know, it's one of his main things. You know, you know how why how do you stay so positive? He's just grateful for everything that he's got. And again, that links into positivity because it's very hard to not be in a good place when you're grateful for the things around you. Whether you know grateful for the water that I'm drinking. Well, I was drinking, you know, grateful for talking to you, given this opportunity. It's very hard to be sad when you are grateful for things. And, and that's a positive. That's fantastic. Uh, and that's why I think Gary Vee is the way he is. That's why he's always trying to help people because he's grateful for the, the things around him. Yeah, I think that's, um, that's something, yeah, really well recognized there and, and something that he is, he is super good at doing. I mean, it's something that 
I am grateful for things, but it's not something that I think about too often. So is that something that people can perhaps put into practice to to help them in their reflection and becoming a bit more positive to to practice a bit more gratitude? Is there anything that that people could perhaps do to to help them be more grateful? Oh yeah, absolutely. Going back to basics and writing down what you are grateful for to start with if you haven't done it before it's it's very difficult it's quite hard to think but if you take a step back and you think what am i grateful for and you don't think big i thought i heard a quote i don't know if i've said this before but it said if you have to travel to the moon to find things that you're grateful for to find joy you're going to be poor because the moon's so far away but if you can find the joy and and the things around you in close proximity such as you know your garden or you know going for a quick walk then you're always going to be rich because they're very close by so people often think oh what am i grateful for i have to think big but you don't have to you know i was grateful for having a cup of tea earlier uh, and, and having a biscuit sitting on my own and, and just chilling out you know that's what i'm grateful for but often people go oh, i'm grateful for you know um the things that are in my life such as my big house and and they're not sure if they should be grateful for it and it gets very confusing so start small uh, and see how you go and then a simple tip that i would give would be to at the end of each day write down three things that happened that were positive in your day or three things that you're grateful for because they link in very well such as you know that cup of tea or my family my wife my daughter and just write them down but don't just write them and close your book and and move on and go to sleep actually feel it enjoy you know try and picture the person's face if you're grateful for a person and, and get an emotional intensity from it and and it will have much more of an impact on your day-to-day life and then you'll just find yourself doing it more and more throughout the day or just go oh yeah oh, that can be something i'm grateful for that's a positive yeah that's definitely something i would i would do i love that because i have if i'm honest i have tried it before i have tried being having that gratitude kind of routine where i find time to, to write things that i'm grateful for but i've just fallen away because i've always found myself thinking what can i be grateful for today and like almost forcing myself to do it i started off with things like you know waking up this morning and stuff like that but I was more doing it just for the sake of doing it and I think that I perhaps overlooked the whole task yeah. <laughs> if I'm honest yeah. but I think I love what you said there about starting small and and you hear of people who've who've lost family members and loved ones and people are obviously sad for that happening and and they they remember the good times and kind of wish that I spent more time with people and it's that kind of opportunity isn't it to value what you've got when you've got it and not necessarily think too big in the grand scheme of things but thinking about those small things that give you that joy as as you're having those moments yeah and and honestly it's it's with with most things in our life if we put energy into it and we have a bit of oomph behind it then it's going to have more of an impact if you know so for affirmations you know one of my affirmations is i'm confident in myself and my abilities and if i just sit there slouched with my arms crossed and i say yeah, i'm confident in myself and my abilities and I repeat that, that's not going to do anything for me. Whereas if I'm standing, and I don't have to jump around like a loony, but I stand with my shoulders back, my head up, and I say, you know, I'm confident in myself and my abilities. And I say, I'm confident in myself and my abilities. That's going to have much more of an impact on me. And I'm going to take it on board. The way that I'm moving and my mind, they're working together. And that's the same with your gratitude and positive statements. It's, you know, say them, but don't just say them with no intensity like get some emotional intensity behind it and really feel it and it's going to have much more of a, a difference on on your life and, and a more of a positive impact yeah i think that's sound advice and you know awesome idea there to to actually have that meaning behind it and not just 
an empty task as it wasn't. You mentioned affirmations there, and I've heard affirmations been thrown about a few times, and I kind of understand what they are. But to help me and and the listener, if they're not sure, what what are we really talking about with affirmations, and what is that purpose of of having them? So an affirmation is essentially a positive statement that enables us to to move forward in the direction that we want. That's how I see it. It, it can be something that you are looking to achieve as, as a goal. It can be something you want to improve with emotionally uh, and mentally. That just it helps you overcome your challenges and, and negative thoughts. So it's kind of so. For example, I talk a lot about um, one of the first things I do with my clients is talk about increasing awareness of thought because there's, you'll be so surprised at how many negative, limiting thoughts are running through our mind. This is something that a lot of coaches will do as well. But for me, it's a big part. It's raising that awareness. So what limiting thoughts and negative thoughts are in our mind that often we're not aware of unless we raise that awareness. And their positive affirmation or a statement is something that can replace that negative. And then what tends to happen is if you do it the right way and you start to break down the thoughts and look at them logically rather than emotionally, the negative thoughts that is, then the positive statements and the positive affirmations will start to win the race over the negative. So when that you may be an experience that you'd normally feel a negative emotion, but you've been dealing with that emotion and, and that thought and you start to change into something more positive, then when you're in that situation again and you've been practicing these affirmations, the positive will win the race over the negative and you'll start to have a, a better time, if you want to put it that way, and you start to enjoy the moment more. If that Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I think that that's a, a much clearer explanation to, than what I've kind of formed in my head. And, and I think the point that you you touched on there about having those negative thoughts like if we're not brought up with those negative thoughts are we <laughs> we're not we don't come out of into the world as a baby and have negative thoughts it's something that that we've learned over time whether that be through other people's behavior or, or whatever our conditions are um, in the world and I, I don't know if you've heard this example Scott but I remember hearing the story about if you give a child uh, a picture or like some paper and, and ask them to draw a picture, they will draw what it is that they think represents that picture to the best of their ability. But if they were asked to, to make an improvement or to draw something again, there's no hesitation there. There's no argument of, I can't do that. No, I'm, I'm no good at drawing. It's, it's then taught into us either by kind of the reactions that we get or the way that we've self-diagnosed our ability to draw is then kind of how we assess whether we're good at drawing. <laughs> yeah. And and I find that fascinating. Yeah, and it, we're influenced by by the people around us, ultimately. As children, they, they pick up on what their parents do and their teachers and everything, everyone around them. And they, it's quite easy to you know, share beliefs and go, well, I didn't think that was the way that it should be done or this is what I believe and you should believe it too. And then they, they do. Um, and it's, But I, I like to think about, you know, children, you're, you're exactly right. What I'm trying to get at is that we learn ways to do things differently, but we're not necessarily born with that. You'll watch a, a child and they'll go to pick something off the floor and they'll pick it up with perfect form. They'll squat down with their you know, knees tracking over their toes, with their bum on the, on the ground, with their back straight, and they'll pick it up and they'll be injury free. It's because that's the way that they're meant to do it. And then we get older and we think we know better and then we bend down. The way we function isn't as, as good. And then we do ourselves injuries when we get older. We get bad backs, we get bad shoulders. And, and it's, it's exactly right. We're, we're, not, we're not born like that. We develop these things based upon the beliefs around us. And yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I love that analogy of, um, of, of we're not taught like 
the way to stand it's a natural thing but obviously the the practice that we we observe and and um and the habits that we we kind of live by will influence the way that we do things yeah and i think that's fantastic yeah all you have to do is watch your watch your kid pick something up and you'll think that's the right way to do it why is it the right way because they haven't been told to do it differently they're doing it the way that they know is right it's just inherently it's just them um but then like i said we get older and we just think oh we know better and we're going to do it a different way so if somebody's listening and they think oh great you know i'm really thinking i want to be more positive but I know the company I keep, whether that be family or peers or, you know, your social engagement with people online aren't necessarily people who are going to be supportive of that. And are perhaps more some of those negative people that, that are limiting people's beliefs in themselves. Is there any kind of tips or advice that we can give them to, to perhaps help them with, um, with staying positive? We've got affirmations, which I think are great. But do you share them with people? What what kind of advice would you give to to somebody who's perhaps presenting that challenge? Yeah. So one of the first things that I would I would tend to mention uh, with the people that I work with, or just the people in general that I speak to, is that when you start to make shifts in the way that you feel, and you start to take steps to feel better and more positive, and and changing your beliefs to something that actually is in line with where you want to go, and you're pushing towards your goals, and you have everything in place to be able to get there, it's amazing the impact it has on the people around you in a positive sense they start to see initially it's kind of like oh what's you know what's what's john doing you know he, should he be doing that is that the right thing for him it, is he going to fail is he going to be able to cope with it oh i'm not sure that's right for him and it's it's very difficult for people to understand that but as you start to stay on in your lane and you keep doing what you're doing and you're staying positive and you're working on everything you want to achieve it has a knock-on effect to the people around you they start going oh that is working for him maybe i'll try that and they start asking questions and things start to change for them as well. So if you're feeling like the people around you aren't necessarily helpful, they're not in the, in the mindset that you want or that you have, then I would say keep doing it because you'll be so surprised at how they start to ask questions. And, and naturally, whether they, maybe it's unconscious, maybe they don't even realize they're doing it, but they're starting to become more positive because of the things that you are doing. It's, it's contagious, I feel. Oh, definitely. If I, if I think about my friendship group or the peers or the people I like spending time with, I'm attracted to those people who are positive mm. and who bring the best out of me. And I love dearly some of the people that I know and, and related to who are more negative and, and more reserved. But I know that I can easily get sucked into that, into that zone if I spend too long a time with them, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's not to say that I don't like these people or, or don't love these people if they're family members, etc. But I do find that for some people that I know, there's always that constant, the world is against me, the world is unfair, negative, negative, negative. And I say to my wife all the time, like I just can't I can't be around that kind of attitude for too long because i know that i'll get sucked into it as well <laughs> yeah I, I absolutely agree with that statement about um trying to find that kind of infectious community where you can kind of thrive off of it yeah and, and people they will start to listen whether they like it or not their life will improve because you're improving yourself and, and that's the thing with relationships as well i find is that you know if a relationship isn't necessary it can be a friendship or a, a partnership they're, they're not necessarily on, on the right track they're not it's not in a good place if some one of them starts to take control of themselves and starts to improve them personally, it, it will it will have a knock on effect to the other person, and then their relationship improves. It's like you you know, I remember I spoke with someone and they, and they were quite an anxious person, and they they suffered with anxiety, and they attributed it down to their job. 
you know their job was causing that anxiety i was like yeah it could well be but we focused on them and we we decided let's control what you can control not the external sources and maybe we'll look at you know do you want another job or is there something else you want to do and we worked on the fundamentals and, and started to change the way in which he thought and then what happens is that the anxiety starts to to go you know i'm not a specialist in anxiety there's no ways in which to help and he he started to feel better himself his stress levels dropped and he felt more in more in control and more positive and he had goals and where he wanted to go and then the job wasn't necessarily the issue he actually quite enjoyed his job in the end right hmm. yeah that is really interesting isn't it it's i think it's maslow isn't it the um well, the theorist, should I say, who came up with the hierarchy of needs. Mm. So you need to have those those base level needs in place because you can't fulfill the other things that you want to fulfill until you've got safety. Or I can't think of them off the top of my head, but but yeah, that makes absolute sense, Scott. Yeah, it's, it's quite powerful, actually. Yeah. I know that um, when we were speaking earlier, you mentioned a story um, about twins that that perhaps could help us out with kind of thinking about positivity and trying to um, become a bit more positive in, in our daily lives and, and the actions that we take. Would you mind sharing that with us? Yeah, no, I, I love this story and I, I'm almost certain that you'll love it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I heard, I actually heard this story on another podcast. It was a long while ago now. I can't even remember which podcast it was on, but uh, I just, I took it and it just it resonated with me so much and it made me laugh. And I thought, yeah, this is fantastic. So I, it's not my story. Um, I don't think, well, whose story is it? That's the question. Huh? <laughs> but I, I love the story and I tell it to a lot of the people that I speak to because it's just it's powerful and people laugh and it's, it's just, it's just enjoyable. So um, there's, there's this the gentleman and he's got twin boys. One of the boys is an optimist and the other boy is a pessimist. So the optimist, everything's good. He loves life. He's looking for opportunities and, and ways to make himself happy and, and improve other people's lives and everything is good. The pessimist, the other boy, is not happy. Nothing's good enough. He just wants to just moan about life and go about every day and just hoping the next day comes sooner rather than later. And the dad wants to see whether he can change the experiences that they have and see whether they will change the way that they feel so the pessimist to an optimist and the optimist to a pessimist and these boys tend to experience the same things day to day you know same school same parents etc and when the boys are out one day he he goes into the pessimist bedroom he empties the room out and then he fills the room with all the things that young boys like so toys games treats anything that you would think would be a nice experience for a young lad uh, a young teenage lad that would make him feel happy and more of an optimist. He then leaves the room and he goes into the optimist bedroom. He empties it out and he fills it full of horse manure, tons of it. <laughs> he then leaves and he comes back later in the day and he walks past the the room, the pessimist bedroom with all the nice things in. And the the pessimist, the the, the young boy, he's got his his head in his hands and he's moaning and and whinging he says what's wrong you've got all these lovely things what's the what's the problem he goes oh your dad look i've got all these things someone's put them in here but all my friends are going to want to play with my toys and and they'll break them and then i won't be able to play with them again and all these treats i'm going to eat them i'm going to put on weight and i'm not going to be able to do the things i want to do oh why would someone do this to me he goes okay right so he leaves the room and he walks past the optimist bedroom with all the horse manure in it and he looks in the room and this boy is jumping up and down in the horse manure throwing it around just enjoying life and the dad looks at the boy and goes what 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 on earth are you doing why why are you doing that 
And the boy looks at his dad and says, Dad, 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 look, there's so much horse manure in here. There must be a horse somewhere. And that is the end of the story. <laughs> and the moral of the story is that, that it's not the experience that makes it positive or negative. It's the way that we look at the situation. It's the way that we view it that makes it positive or negative. And that's why I love that story. I am also a big fan of that. That's amazing. <laughs> that is incredible. So because, good. yeah, I mean, it sums up exactly what we're talking about here. You know, it's you making the best of the situation that you're in. And if you want to worry about the what ifs and can be's, then you go for it. But as um, as the, the phrase goes, worrying is a little like a rocking chair. It will give you something to do, but it won't get you anywhere. Whereas the other, mm. the the optimist who's looking for the horse, but having a great time in the, in the horse mark, I'm not so sure I'd be uh, throwing it about and stuff, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's... No, it's so good because it is true. It's the way that we, we look at a situation that makes it positive or negative. You could go running and you could trip over a, a rock and sprain your ankle and you think, oh, this is the worst thing ever. This is, I, I can't run anymore. Um, you know, I'm going to, my time's going to, it's going to reduce and, and I'm going to go out running with my friends. And I'm going to be way behind and it could be the worst thing ever. But if you try and think, oh, what is the positive out of this? What can I do that is, how can I spin this in a positive sense? And it could be, you know, something along the lines of, well, it's going to give me time to rewrite my programming so I can improve when I get back. Actually, rest and recovery is really good to um, help with with progress and, and and pushing on and getting a better time and it's going to give me time to relax and, and maybe rethink a few of my goals you know that's that's a, a positive spin on it um you know we all have that ability to do it it's just whether we choose to mm. yeah I, i'm injured so i can't get out but i'm going to research what the best foods are so i can recover quicker and then hopefully prevent that thing from happening again yeah i, I love it i absolutely love it and um I hope that that you listening along have enjoyed this episode as well. And if you've got any questions, then certainly give us a shout. I know that I'm going to be adding Scott's profile details and mine in the show notes. So certainly do um, check out both of our LinkedIn profiles, but also the fabulous new website um, that Scott has had built. And Scott, did you want to give that a little plug? Because I know that's something that you're proud of. Yeah, it's, it's been exciting. It's been, it's been a while coming. I've been uh, with, with COVID and the pandemic and it's, it seems to be it's taking longer than uh, we thought, which is no one's fault. It's just the way it is. Um, and yeah, so I've got a, a new branding, which I'm really excited about. There'll be a new website, which will be further-coaching.com. And that will be yeah hopefully in the next in the next couple of weeks so yeah keep an eye out for that fantastic again we'll, we'll link that in the show notes so once it is ready and certainly go and um go and have a look and, and see what um awesome stuff scott's putting out into the world but just wanted to thank you once again for sharing your insights and um and hopefully your positivity to to help people on their journey to getting work savvy so um yeah thanks again for appearing on the show scott yeah thanks for having me 